Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. It is a Friday, and you know the drill on Friday. We have open phones. Oh yeah. We have we have open phones on Fridays. And uh I have just given an open door to political candidates. I want my audience to hear from any political candidate who wants to speak to my audience. I honestly don't care about their party, where they stand, as long as I can ask them any question I want. Uh, I have an open-door policy and uh, because of that, I have on the line Beth Lear, uh, who is a political candidate. Beth Lear, welcome to the program. Thank you for letting me call in today, Pastor. Absolutely. Uh, introduce yourself and uh, tell us what you're running for, what office you're running for. Well, thank you for helping me with that. I am Beth Lear, L-E-A-R. I am running for state representative um, in Delaware County and hopefully Knox County, but we're not entirely sure. And we <laughs> I, isn't that crazy? It it has been ridiculous and very frustrating, uh, not just for candidates, but it has to be really hard for voters if they know what's going on to watch some of their elected officials especially on the Supreme Court, behave the way they have been. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, okay. So you're not exactly sure who or how, who you will represent, but you know approximately. So anyway. Right. Have you, have you run, have you run for political office before? Yes, sir, I have. Um, I have run for state representative because I have a great deal of experience working with legislation, and um, I've run in my home county of Delaware before. I grew up here. Uh, My parents brought me here when I was two years old, and I graduated from Olentangy, and Delaware County is is very important to me. But I was also fortunate enough to run in 2016 um, in a five-way race. Rick Carfagna won that. Um, but Knox County was part of it, and I also just grew to love Knox County. So right now, the 61st district um, includes both eastern Delaware and western Knox. Okay, and this is not a gotcha question, but you have run for office, but you have not yet been successful. Correct, although I've grown a lot in my character, so I think that is success. Well, that that is absolutely true. Absolutely true. Well, you've partially told me why, but I've got to pursue it just a little further. Uh, we're talking with Beth Lear, uh, candidate for the Ohio House of Representatives. Uh, politics continues to get more and more dirty and vicious. Um, And that's obviously not news to you. It is not for the faint of heart. So I have to ask you, why are you putting yourself in this race, knowing how difficult it can be? 
You know, that's a great question. And I was actually um, talking and praying with my pastor, Scott Teedy from Delaware Bible, and my Bible study leader, um, Fred Berkey, about this just a few weeks ago. And the answer is that Jesus did not say that when he returns, he wants to see us sitting on our couch watching Netflix. He wants to see us standing. He wants to see us working. And I feel called to this field. I've had so many opportunities uh, that God has blessed me with to make a difference from outside the legislature. And I really believe that he does want me to run. I never believe that means he says you're going to win, but Mm -hmm. I, I do feel called to run for the office to try to make a difference. All right. And by making a difference, what do you mean by that? If you are successful and you begin representing your district down at the state house, what are the things that you personally want to accomplish? Well, I can tell you education has become a passion of mine. Um, I started after college working as a legislative aide, and I was fortunate enough to work for uh, State Representative Ron Hood, who is one of the strongest uh, supporters of the unborn and our Second Amendment rights that I have ever known. And working there, I learned how to read legislation. And so when I left in the mid-2000s, the Buckeye Institute asked me to come and work for them as their education policy analyst. And I learned so much, um, the good, but also the bad and the very ugly about our education system. And our kids are being indoctrinated, not educated. They're being, um, they're getting all kinds of so-called mental health therapy, but they're not getting the academics that they need. That is the biggest issue for me, to be able to try to work with my colleagues to expose what's really going on in the schools and to try to help people like um, the new school board at Big Walnut that just got elected in the fall and the new school board in Buckeye Valley that just got elected in the fall, filled with conservative Christians who love kids, and I want to try to help them do the best they can for their parents, their students, and their taxpayers. I realize I'm getting way, way ahead, but if you are elected, do you have any specific pieces of legislation uh, that you have in mind? Have you talked to other people who are running or people who are currently serving I'm just wondering what your legislative agenda might be if you are elected. Well, I do have some ideas. Um, and one of them that has been put forth but um, not passed yet is this idea, um, we called it STELLA, the Student Teacher uh, Leadership Act, where what, we're, what we want to do is go back to the way education used to be when it was more successful. And honestly, that would probably be in the 1800s. <laughs> but <laughs> to be able to use tests like the Iowa test of basic skills and not to have teachers forced to teach to test that test your mental health more than they do your academic prowess. Um, and it would focus on giving teachers the ability to be more creative in their classroom and pushing things back to teaching critical thinking instead of just trying to encourage emotional health and feelings. 
I mean, your emotions are important, but when you're in school, you're being edu- you're supposed to be educated. That's what the taxpayers pay for, is so that we can have good citizens who know how to read and how to write. And so many of our kids, especially inner city, have been denied those opportunities. And I feel like we need to change that. So the Student Teacher Liberty Act would okay. be something that I would really love to push. All right, we're talking with Beth Lear, and I knew our time would go very, very quickly. In the final uh, seconds, Beth, uh, tell us how our listeners can learn more about you, the district that you are running for, and uh, give us your best campaign pitch here in about uh, 30 or 45 seconds. You can learn more about me on Facebook at Beth Lear for State Representative, also my website, BethLear.com. It's B-E-T-H-L-E-A-R. Very easy. And um, the district is Western, Eastern Delaware County and Western Knox County. I would love to have um, the support of the voters here, but also getting a good quality legislator who loves the Lord and wants to make a difference is good for everyone in Ohio. So I hope that if you're looking for people who share your values, that you'll check out my website and you'll consider supporting me so that I can go to the State House and make a real difference. All right, Beth Lear, you got the information. Check it out and do what God leads you to do. Beth, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Thank you, Bob. All right. All right. Quick break, and we'll be back. You're listening to Bob Bernie Live. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, it has happened again. This is, if it weren't so incredibly tragic, it would be hysterical. Well, to be really honest, it's kind of hysterical anyway, even though it's tragic, happened at a uh, school board meeting in Georgia. Yeah, I'll get to that in just a moment. However, I got some new heroes, Patricia in Westerville and Linda in Canal Winchester. Patricia and Linda, thank you, thank you, thank you for calling 800-YES-WORD, 800 937 9673. God bless you, Patricia and Linda. And because of their generous gifts, we are now over $16,000. We're at $16,025. We have exceeded $16,000. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, should we, should we try for $17,975? Well, that's up to you. That's between you and God. Uh, this is the last day I'm going to be mentioning this to you. And, uh, the higher we go on the total, the more people are going to be impacted by the word of God. I'm telling you folks, 
through the last 20 years, 21 years, that I've been doing this on a daily basis, hundreds of thousands of people have been reached with the precious Word of God because of your generosity. And in turn, and this is not an exaggeration, hundreds of thousands of people have been impacted because you have been so generous, because you folks love God's Word. Only heaven will reveal the impact of this audience in the last 21 years. I mean, literally. And again, this is not an exaggeration. Hundreds of thousands of people will be in heaven because of your generosity. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Now, keep giving. 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673. Or you can go online at thewordcolumbus.com, thewordcolumbus.com, and just click on the Bible League banner. Well, 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 well. I was going to tell you about the uh, school board meeting in Georgia, but it's Friday. And so I always defer to the phones, even... If it's uh, Paul in the Witness Protection Program somewhere in Grove City. <laughs> yeah, hey, my friend. Quick, I'm... <laughs> How you doing, my buddy? You got to do it uh, quick for I... why? Why? Something more important than uh, me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to duck behind the bushes. I'm trying to hide <laughs> from those. those home, you know, <laughs> They're going to find you. They're going to the find white... you. On the, on the white jackets and everything. Oh my goodness! Yeah. But anyway, um, all right. Think, What's on your I mind? Know, I can always, I can always go to the Bobski for for words of wisdom. Sure. And um, and, I, and I really do take your. I I do, man. I mean, I get myself some trouble about using your name on a lot of stuff <laughs> I bring up, either at work oh, or even at goodness. my house. Sometimes, Bob. Oh. But I do really think a lot of your your opinion. So, oh, just, thank just you. For the record, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Hey, I uh, haven't had a chance to touch base with you about um, Mike Pence. Uh, you know, as far as like when he 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 called, or I don't know if you want to call it, say called out of what um, you know Trump had done or wrong, or you know what what the whole rally thing where. Uh, I mean, well, I, let me back up a little bit. Pence was somewhere. Um, and I can't remember where, but he called, he said that Trump was wrong. You know, he flat out told Trump was wrong. Now, was that fine to do that publicly? I mean, I think Trump had been saying some things at Mike Pence that what Mike Pence did was well, kind of low. Well, and, and I think he was just trying to clear up things, and he, yeah. he just called out. I, uh, I have nothing that. but the highest respect for Mike Pence. I believe that wow, he's yeah, a brother in, uh, he's a brother in Christ. Yeah. I think he is a man of integrity and courage. Uh, the yeah. really hardcore Donald Trump supporters will probably never forgive him for certifying the election yeah. on January 6th. Mike Pence felt that he had a great responsibility to his president 
but he felt he had a greater responsibility to the Constitution of the United States. I am sure that Mike Pence had questions about the validity of the election and so forth, but at that point, they were charges, accusations, nothing had been proven. It was the day that the election was to be certified, and he did not believe that he had any constitutional grounds to not certify the election. And by the way, I agree with him. Uh, we've got to go by the we've got to go by the Constitution. If there was a problem with the elections, and you take it to the courts, you do investigations and so forth. But I. Uh, I believe that Mike Pence did the right thing, and he paid quite a price for it. Uh, From what I've heard, uh, Donald Trump won't speak to him, and a lot of Donald Trump supporters can't stand Mike Pence. But he did it because he felt it was the constitutional thing to do, and his conscience forced him to do what he felt was constitutional. And I respect him for that. Even if we were to find out that there was shenanigans going on in the election, and we all know that there were, but at that time, at that point, I think he did the right thing. All right? All right, go back into hiding, Paul. Good to to talk to you. All right, we'll be back with more Bob Bernie Live. 